everybody. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquint, and it is a Wednesday. Wow, what is it? September the 9th, 2020. How you doing? Happy hump day. Uh, back from surgery. Uh, I, I will say that uh, everything went as well as could be expected. We had, obviously, the Labor Day holiday, so we were closed on Monday. Uh, yesterday, I had the first of two surgeries uh, on my arm. I wasn't quite sure if I'd be here or not, but but I was uh, felt good enough to to come in and and get the show going. We got product going everywhere, shipments uh, heading out the door. Uh, phones have been ringing all morning long. So many things to talk about, and of course, right on schedule. Uh, technology is great when it works uh but uh this morning the our our uh, barracks connection uh broke down at our at our end so uh, i'm on my cell phone uh through our virtual here's the great thing we got backups down we got backups to the backups uh so the show goes on but if i sound a little different today that's why 800-951-0592 is our toll-free number of course, you know, gold and silver, it is what we do. And then the website at allamericangold.com. Um, and uh, 24-7, all the news to, and the things to keep you all comfortably disturbed out there. All you Bronco fans, boy, bad news there. Uh, Von Miller out for the year. The very last play, play, play of practice. and And I will tell you, that is very common that that this happens. I can't tell you there's been at least with like my myself, my kids, uh I blew out my knee in high school on the in the very last play of practice. Uh so it's gonna be a tough loss there for the Broncos. Uh football's gonna start the pro football this starting this this weekend. Uh some college games started. I just saw Colorado, the governor is going to allow for high school football here in Arizona. They've allowed the kids to start practice. Uh, but as the guidelines sit right now, uh, doubtful that they'll actually play any games unless they change uh, the, what the guidelines are going to be. But uh, a lot of things, you know, we, we got to get there. I, I was noticing here in Arizona, and I'm going to assume in Colorado, uh, the announcement of the football thing, more and more parents now starting to, 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 you know, exercise their freedom of speech and letting these schools know, hey, it's time to go back. Time to get the kids back in school. Uh, you know, we're doing the best we can with this thing. You know, it, you know the mask, the social distancing at this point, hey, it is what it is. Uh, it, it's, listen, I know it affects these kids. And, and you know, I have two older kids. I can't imagine these younger kids, especially, you know, the five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten year old, right? Structure. Uh such a big thing and, and there's no way it's not even possible. It's not even close. Uh the quality of the education staring at a screen. And and the funny thing is is they've been telling us forever, get your kids away from the screen, right? Get them off the computer. Get them off the video games. And now all they want to do is get them on the computer and keep them there. Uh, so I'm happy to see it. I think that uh, this is the path we need to go down. 
Obviously, the whole, is there going to be a vaccine, not a vaccine? Yesterday, uh, I was, you know, getting prepped for surgery. And the nurse uh, that was, uh, I guess, you know, getting me ready, we got to talking about it. and, And this is the same thing I got from the Mayo doctors. This is not, at least with the, the people inside the medical profession that I've spoken to, which is, you know, it's not that many, five, six different ones, but uh, several from infectious disease for Mayo. This is not a vaccine like mumps or polio where, hey, you get, you get the vac- measles, right? You get the vaccine, and the chances of you actually getting it are, are very, very slim. Uh, they seem to think, especially the nurse at Mayo was pretty adamant. She was, you know, this is a corona thing. We, it morphs, it changes, it's this, it's that. I, I almost got in kind of getting the uh, almost like a flu shot type mentality. I don't know, but she did not seem to think that this was going to be uh, one of those things where you take it and, and it goes away. But we'll see. Uh, one of the there were three different companies that were kind of in the the stage three phase. Uh, over the weekend, we lost one. AstraZeneca is having problems with with there. There there is some complications. Uh, their phase three has been put on hold. They weren't the leader though. The leaders uh, I told you last week, Pfizer and Moderna, are the two that that are in the lead. Uh, and we'll have to wait and see who knows uh, what's going to happen. Here's what I do know. Uh, very, I think this is going to be a test, a really good test as to the power and the overreach that we've given our government because I think you're going to see, hey, if you don't take the vaccine, right, your kids can't go to school. If you don't take the vaccine and you're working for, you know, the big companies, hey, you can't work here anymore type of a thing. I just got that feeling uh, that, they, you know, you can't fly on an airplane and, and all of those things. I think that's coming. So uh, just be prepared. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. Got a great show lined up for you. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800 uh, Patriot Radio News Hour. You know, growing up, a couple of the places that I used to love to go to, and I know one of them is kind of weird, Luby's, you know, because that was always the, you know, the old people go to Luby's, you know, but, but me and my brothers, uh, our friends, we used to, cause, you know, it was all you could eat. And it was a whole lot cheaper back then. Uh, the Salisbury steak was always great there. Luby's and Fuddruckers. Remember Fuddruckers, the, the burger place? Uh, we used to have both of those in, in Arizona. They've been out. They, they've been closed in Arizona for a while. Luby's has been out for a while. Uh, I thought there were still one or two Fuddruckers left. They're all gone. They're, they're liquidating. Uh, they're out of there. But I thought I'd mention that just because, you know, those, those places you used to grow up on and think about, and, and they're all going out of business. My wife and I, uh, we were uh, over the Labor Day weekend. You know, there's, you can't do anything. And, 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 and I guess you could, like, uh, all the resorts, whatever capacity they were allowed to have, were all filled up. Like uh, uh, the Indian Casino, we got this 15-story uh, hotel there. 
whatever the whatever the capacity was, they were sold out. We got a JW Marriott, a Phoenicia. I mean, we got some really nice. You know, it's Phoenix, right? We we've got in Scottsdale, we got great hotels here. They were all sold out. You know, the lakes were packed and and all of those things. But uh, other than that, you know, if you weren't doing any of that stuff, uh, we we drove around. A lot of starting to see it now. Up, you know, and I live up in North Scottsdale. A lot of places close it. A lot of places close it. So, you know, all of a sudden that restaurant's gone and this restaurant's gone. We were actually going to uh, go to a restaurant for breakfast, and uh, yep, gone. Signs gone. Everything's gone. Uh, and they were they hadn't opened, but maybe a year or so. Uh, how about this? Well, this is this is going to get interesting. The states and the cities, if there's no money for them, and again, the the Democrats want that big stimulus bill, the Republicans want this super small one now, uh, in three to six months, we're going to need another massive one because uh, the cities and states, I mean, you, they, they won't even be able to lay off enough people. Uh, California, the fire capital of the world, I mean, again, you know what I... I think about, what was it, two weeks ago, I was talking about how lumber was up lock limit, right? And we got to import all this wood from Canada, uh, and, and yet California burns uncontrollably every year. Uh, you would think that sooner or later, common sense would, would, uh, would come into the equation. I mean, we're a little smarter in our logging than we used to be, but wouldn't it be nice? Uh, if California, matter of fact, I think this is the most acres burned ever, uh, but instead of letting this stuff burn everything to the crisp, if we were actually producing lumber and, I don't know, driving some prices down, but that's crazy talk. California, the cities inside of California are having such a difficult time that they, uh, in raising money, they're broke. Right, they can't afford uh, the employees. They can't afford the pensions. They, they've come up a, a with a new way to raise money, and, and I got to tell you, uh, this is probably going to be the new normal in places. Imaginary savings by exploiting the uh, well. Let's just say the the financial alternative. Uh, according to Forbes, two cities in California are now issuing bonds with their own city streets as collateral. Yep, to try to pay down unfunded pension abilities. And again, is well, maybe we need to cut the pensions and all the pension spiking and all this nonsense. And, and of course, you know, the, the problem is, oh, well, that's not right. We can't do that. Two cities, West Covina and Torrance, California, both are in Southern California. The city councils of the two communities have borrowed a combined $550 million. Okay, so $550 million backed by their own city street to either refinance money owed to CalPERS, right? So this isn't, they're not even paying it down. Hey, we're just trying to refinance it. 
or to use on projects for hospital beds, prisons. Yep, you heard me, prison. Right? It's how I thought they wanted to get rid of prison. Respirators and other and other so-called lease revenue bonds. Could you imagine if all of a sudden they defaulted and you know? Blah blah blah. Hedge fund was now the owner of the streets in your in your town. I wonder what would they do? What would they do? Put up like a guard gates, right? Everyone's got you. You gotta you gotta pay a buck fifty just to get to your house. I've I've never seen anything like it. Uh, the the votes were were pretty quick. I'm trying to tell you what what they get out of it. They aren't saying in the article exactly what the quote-unquote lease means. They say the bondholders will not have any particular rights to claim the street. And I'm thinking, well, then what rights do they have? Maybe Do they have the rights to the, to the land? Uh, they, they said despite the status as collateral, the bondholders cannot take them over and charge tolls if the city defaults. Okay, so apparently, hey, you can't put a guard gate up and start charging them. Uh, instead, the town leases the area to a, quote, financial authority. So the city is going to be paying rent to these folks who are going to pay them cash up front. So remember when uh, Chicago did this, they sold all their parking meters for cash up front, and now the uh, the revenues are totally spent, and they're not getting it anymore. The cities will pay the rent to the lease back fund, blah, 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 but here you go. Another way for broke California. <clears throat> Excuse me, got to take some water. My throat's a little... A little weak today. Jason was supposed to be on on uh, with me, but now he's trying to fix. Uh, I'm here, uh, Joe. The, the I'm repair. here, Joe. Oh, you're here. Good. I'm running out of gas. <laughs> so California, they're they're leasing the streets. But here's the good news: the bondholders, when they can't pay, can't start charging tolls. Uh, at least not yet. And uh, I, I don't know. I, how does this all? I mean, seriously, it's it's getting. It's beyond ridiculous anymore, Jason. Well, this is why we complain about our governor so much, because he is fast-tracking us into the new California. It's like a, a, a bunch of locusts. In your Arizona, you know that the Californians coming in there, we've, we've had it coming in heavy since the 80s, but especially the 90s and beyond. Uh, California has been infesting this state, turned us from solid red to solid blue within uh, two decades and uh, I, I see all the stuff you're talking about. It's 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 primed and ready. Everything that our governor uh, talks about, wants to instill and put into place, uh, it's California. So I uh, we're it, it sickens me, Joe, because everything you talk about is exactly what is happening here, and uh, it makes me uh, makes me wish that we were a little more Wyoming instead of a little more Colorado. <laughs> for, for, for the- you know what? Speaking of Wyoming, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, Support the Blue Rally is going to be going on in Wyoming uh, this weekend. I want to say it's Saturday uh, from 3.30 to 6.30. After the break, remind me, I'll give everybody the details. Uh, but but uh, 
It's one of those things where I don't know, call me crazy, right? The whole state's burning down. Uh, Maybe instead of selling your streets, start mining the forest, you know, start, start milling, get the, get the sawmills back up and running, create revenue, uh, you know, with actual productivity. And this is part of the government that, that is getting so frustrated is, trying to create revenue without creating any pro- any productivity at all. Yeah. Right? There, there's no productivity being gained there's here. Nowhere there's, go, no there's, there, there's, being there's nowhere to go, Joe. There's nowhere to go. Joe, there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to go to, to, to bring money out of a, a situation where there's people not even working. <laughs> and, and, the, and the hard part is, 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 I'll say this, and I know we got that, that great jobs number and all of these things. Uh, according to Jolts, which is not a government entity, right, the number of hirings fell by the most on record in August. So, now granted, July had a huge spike, so let's, I don't want to overplay it, but uh, Jolts was like, yeah, no, the, the hiring much weaker than what the government reports indicated. And then how about this one? Mortgage applications for uh, for the last week rose three percent. So this is going to be kind of the last week of August number. They were up forty percent from a year ago, according to the Mortgage Mortgage Banker Association. And I was like, "Wow, that's that's incredible!" the 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 pace of of home buying. And then I thought to myself, but wait a minute. Over the weekend, it may have even been on Friday, there was a big article about how more millennials are living at home with their parents at any time in the history of the United States going all the way back to the Great Depression. And millennials... Listen, the millennials, I think, but they're all the youngest millennials now are like 25 or 26, right? These are people all the way up into their 40s, and yet they're saying we've got record home buying going on, and then it finally dawned on me. I finally figured it out because home buying is, listen, it's in the right places. Home buying is going fine, but guess what it is, Jason? The the reason for the 40% spike is home builders are building communities now that are all for renters. And they're starting, like uh, Arizona, yes. uh, is we have home builders now that are building uh, single-family homes. Not, you know, we know about the condos and, and the, you know, the apartments slash condos. They're actually building communities now with single-family homes but they're, they're just rental properties. In other words, investors are buying them all, which is why we've seen such a big spike, you know, because a lot of us would say, hey, okay, yeah, home sales are probably up, you know, 3 4% from last year because people are trying to move out of, uh, of all these failed blue states. But 40%, no, no, no. And then I did some digging. All of these communities now are starting to, the building phase is over. And now they're starting to turn them into rental properties. So uh, well, and, and Joe, it, it's here, kind of a here in Colorado, Joe. Yeah, there's a bunch of these uh, mega apartment complexes. You know, 24 plex or 32 plex buildings, 
and then uh, they scale around it. There's usually a Walmart close by, and then there's uh, a bunch of those single-family rental houses around those apartments. And that's kind of how they're sta- yep. staging it. Yep. So precisely so what you're saying. That's kind of the new thing, uh, the budget deficit now. Uh, remember, we've got about three weeks left, a little over three weeks left, till the end of the fiscal year for the federal government. The small number now is going to be north of $3 trillion. Uh, and, and the big number now, the big number is going to be, hold on here. I gotta, I'm trying to move with one. I'm not as good with one arm. Uh, the big number is going to be 4.2 trillion. How about that? Both records. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. The government's going to tell us that the federal budget deficit was $3 trillion, even though the real number is going to be $4.2 trillion. That's like going to your bank account and saying, listen, I know I only got ten grand in there, uh, but why don't we just pretend I got twenty? Uh, but that just shows you the where did the other $1.2 trillion go? And that is, they don't, we always talk about small number, big number. Small number is what the government classifies as debt held by the public. Okay, so this is debt that we owe China and Japan. This is debt that we owe to you, uh, the U.S. citizens, if in your 401k, uh, you're in some kind of a bond fund or you're buying treasuries. Uh, this is something that we owe to Apple and Microsoft and Google. Because let me tell you, and, I, and I've said this so many times to you, if you think Apple and Microsoft and Google keep their money in the bank, you're nuts. You know, we always talk about, you always hear about on TV, the Apple's cash hoard, and Apple has so much cash, and they still borrow to buy back their own stock. Uh, because they can, because it's so cheap. But they put it into treasuries. Even though they know they're not making anything on it, they know, hey, the <laughs> financial system isn't nearly what people would make it out to believe. And uh, if the bank goes under, I'm not insured, right? They, they're not covering Apple's bank account. So they, they put them all into treasuries. So you have what we call debt held by the public, which right now now is the same size as the GDP of the country, uh, which, by the way, according to the Federal, Re- you know, the Federal Reserve, the bankers, they used to have these rules that said how much debt was okay. Uh, for most of the 80s and the 90s, uh, 3% of GDP a year was considered okay. Right? Hey, you can run if you're if you've got a twenty trillion dollar economy. It would be okay to run a budget deficit of six hundred billion dollars or less. Now they just made that up, and of course now, right? We're at at the little number at the three trillion. We're at fifteen percent. Right at the real number, right? We're at over twenty percent. But you know, wait, what's What's a rule if you can't change it, right? And uh, the rest of it, the, the, 
the debt not held by the public, most of that we're now going to find on our Federal Reserve's balance sheet. So when we say, hey, what happened to that $1.2 trillion difference? Uh, that was purchases by the central bank. There is some quote-unquote wink, wink, nod, nod, some money in the Social Security Trust Fund uh, that, that has the non-marketable treasury note. Uh, but the difference between the two is about $7 trillion in growing. So that number uh, every year gets wider and wider. So a national debt of $27 trillion, uh, debt held by the public, though, hopefully that helps people. When I Because I always say it, Jason, I always say the little number versus the big number. Uh, they don't count what the central bank's been buying. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I had a customer, Joe, <laughs> but I, I heard I heard much of what you were saying on on this, and uh, when it comes to the numbers, Joe, I, uh, I I've listened to you for years, and I, it's hard for me to even believe the numbers. But going off what you said, yeah, it's uh, it, it's a problem that will just get worse. This is this is uh, this is a debt system we're in, and and this this, this, this is what you're talking about. It's just going to get worse as time goes on. And it has promised uh, in Wyoming, uh, back the blue rally, September, Saturday, September the 12th, 3.30 to 6.30. They've got a Facebook page, uh, back the blue Cheyenne, and it's going to be at the Lions Park Amphitheater. They also have a Twitter account uh, at back Wyoming, back uh, at back W-Y-O. Uh, if you want more information, if you can make it out to Cheyenne, uh, and support the men in blue. Uh, it's, it's something that I, and again, I'm starting to see it here in Arizona. I don't know. How about you in Colorado? Are we starting to see the citizenry, uh, rise up? And I'm not talking about the Black Lives Matter and the rioters and the protesters, uh, but that silent majority now starting to stand up for itself more and more. Are you seeing that in, in Colorado? Yeah, actually, uh, very, just a little bit. So everybody is pretty buttoned down and following following the rules. Uh, I had just talked uh, a little bit yesterday, Joe, on, on our show. Uh, you, you know me, I, I won't wear a mask. I refuse. And uh, since the, 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 the week in March that you were here for our event that got canceled to today, so you got, you got March, April, May, June, July, August, September, it slowly but surely just got worse and worse and worse. And everybody in Colorado, Joe, has been compliant, just completely compliant to everything. Uh, there's been, you know, it went from half the store was wearing a mask to almost everybody's wearing a mask. Now everybody wears a mask. But it kind of turned this week, Joe, because I, I go out with my wife, and uh, especially this weekend, Joe, I don't know if you, uh, under, if you knew, but we had these fires going off all over in Colorado now. And one of the fires, it was. Oh, I didn't know that. It was dumping ash on on us, uh, and it was, you know, the the sun was red, and uh, you, you couldn't. Uh, it was it was it was bad. So uh, the house that that Brooke and I are renting at, uh, it was hot. We got to, we got to almost a hundred. I think it was a hundred degrees, and uh, we turned our swamp cooler on because there's no air conditioning in the house we're renting, and it smelled like cigarette smoke coming through the swamp cooler. So we couldn't we couldn't turn fans on to bring the ash in. So we went and drove around and went to some places, got some groceries, went to air-conditioned places, went to a couple furniture stores. And everybody, Joe, everybody wears masks. It's very rare to see people without masks. But this last weekend, 
a couple of people at the grocery stores didn't have masks on for the first time in maybe two months. And at the furniture store, I had a woman come from the other side of the store, walked all the way directly, beelined right to us, Joe, took her mask off, and she thanked us. She's like, I am so sick of this mask stuff. As I, she said, I thank you for coming in without these masks on. And she had never heard of 1360 KHNC or Patriot Trading, and we gave her the whole the whole spiel and got ourselves another customer and a loyal listener just, and, just and like not that. Only, yeah, and not only that, and I, I'm seeing here in, in Arizona – uh, parents rising up to get sports going again yes. in our schools. Parents rising up because what's been happening, our schools, uh, we've met these guidelines that the uh, medical board approved, but the teachers have been uh, calling out sick, and now you're having the, the parents rise up. So it's good to see. We're out there. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. A big day here in gold. Well, it's a big, big. That's not the right word anymore. Gold's up eighteen bucks. Uh, Nineteen hundred and fifty. Silver is higher as well. Silver is up about twenty eight cents. Uh, twenty six ninety. Twenty six ninety on silver today. I think gold has just built the new super bottom. Uh, it's been uh, the December contract. You, you probably noticed this weird trend when Wall Street has been getting clobbered. Gold was going, you know, gold would be, you know, 1930, 1940. It would fall early in the day while Wall Street was getting clobbered. And by the end of the day, it would be back near even. And it's been doing this. For like the last week and a half. Uh, and this is normally a time, the, the first few weeks of the month, is normally a time when we see gold making gains. And, and gold uh, would react, you know, the, the sellers as Wall Street would sell off. But every time gold hit on the December contract, because that's the one that the paper guys, all the algorithms are used for the December contract right now. 1912. Hit it five or six times and would always come rallying back and I think we've hit this is our new our new low is what would have previously that would have been an all-time record high uh, so we we've kind of built this base now uh, above that all-time record high and I think now we're gonna see gold reacting uh, uh, again, today, uh, reacting to more stimulus out of Europe, and, and we're going to see. I, I think we've put in a really good bottom now uh, that uh, the gold market can be like, okay, we've got, here's our new higher low. Now the next step, I'm going to be looking for a new higher high, uh, taking out that 2100. That'll be the next step in this, uh, but, but it, we've really... Uh, the computers now view 1912 now as what we'll call super support, and I think gold setting up for a big run. Today, I've got the my lead pipe stone cold lock of the week. Uh, Arlene uh, has been manning the phones all morning, and we, we got a deal on some $10 liberties. Uh, the $10 liberties... 
1866 to 1907, right? This is back when our currency was backed by gold. So they used to be 10 bucks. Uh, it's a half ounce coin. Uh, it's all the things you want in gold. Private. You can buy it, sell it, trade it, and not have to be 1099. And let, you know, I don't have to let the government know, hey, oh, uh, Smuckatelli was in here dropping $100 worth of $10 gold pieces, and here's a 1099, and give me your Social Security number. I don't have to do any of that. This is the gold what we love. This is why we like the older gold. And, and quite honestly, the, the newer, like the gold eagles and all that, you can't get them and the premiums are super high. Now today, and this is what is, is really got me excited. This is why it's the lead pipe lock of the week. Right now they're $1,110 per coin. Today I've got them down to 1075 which means if you bought two $10 pieces today, you're saving $50 over a $20 gold piece. So normally, you write two tens, you get them for the same price. Sometimes you get two tens, and hey, it's, it's, it's $10 cheaper. Every once in a while, maybe you save 20 bucks. Today, you're saving 50 bucks a coin on U.S. $10 liberties at 800 951 Zero five nine two. Here's the good part. I got seventy five, so I got a decent amount of them. Take the time, put them away. You know, you're starting to see the the, the deficit numbers, right? So this year's debt up by four point two trillion. Uh, next year's debt. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. Next year's debt. I see the exact same thing uh, because I know right now the the Republicans want a small stimulus package. Which is fine. Hey, everyone should approve it, right? The, the extra three hundred bucks. Here's some money for schools. Here's some money for this or you know the small business. But the realities are, uh, just look at the cities in California. In the next ninety days, you are going to see a huge wave of layoffs coming from cities and states. You're going to see a huge wave of increases, uh, whether it's the gasoline tax, property tax, wealth tax, this tax, that tax. Uh, it's all coming, and I think I, we're still going to get another $3 trillion, and that's a minimum. And that's, that's if Trump wins $3 trillion. If Biden wins, double that number. Absolutely double the number, uh, and and I think they're going to see, I don't think it, I know it, we're going to see all-time record high gold prices uh, before 2020 is over, all the way into to 2021. Uh, do not be surprised one bit to see $3,000 gold uh, before 2021 ends. This recovery is not what it appears to be. Uh, we have the, a very big chasm between the haves and the have-nots, and the have-nots are not winning, and we're just starting to see it. Like I said, my wife and I couldn't believe it as we were, we, we had to go to Home Depot, and, and uh, we had some crickets that we had to get rid of. 
And I forget what else. We have to do something else, too. And the amount of businesses now starting to close, you're starting to see it. And I think we're going to see a lot, lot more of it. I hate to say it, but it's got to happen, right? That way, the, at least the ones that are still open can make it. Patriot Radio News Hour. The lead pipe lock of the week. $10 Liberty at 1075 800-951-0592. We got the smartest customers in the world. Uh, you, you, we, we, we give the best deals we can. Some days are better than others. This is one of those better than other days. Uh, there's only 30 left, and here's the problem. I've only got one line open. Uh, be patient. We'll get you as quickly as we can. The $10 Liberty, Jason, 1075 yep. uh, and And just, you know, when you're... Anytime you can get a fractional and save over the, the one ounce, that's always a, a, a good way to go. But to save this much, that's unheard of. Yeah, ten seventy five, Joe, is is a price that we won't be seeing much longer. That's this is uh we get a few more months towards the end of the year and then we get into twenty twenty one. I don't I don't know if we'll even be selling these at ten seventy five ever again. That's that's how good it yeah, is. Yeah, and you think about you know remember the the big thing. One of my favorite guys, Stanley Drunken Miller, was on TV today. Uh, we are going to play a clip and do all that, but we had some technical issues. But he was talking about really the the same thing I've been talking about: inflation, deflation, and he kind of thinks both as well. And it was so funny as he talked about the central bank and their grandiose plan to create inflation. And, and, of course, he was saying, kind of like me, right, listen, these guys normally don't get, not only are their numbers never right, they're usually not even close. And he talked about a real threat of inflation running 10, 15, 20%, said it on TV today. He goes, this is how bad they are. Yep. And he goes, and at the same time, Deflation could also be the outcome because this is how bad they are. And of course, the two areas that gold always does well is I call it the Asians: inflation, deflation, stagflation. Right? Gold's always where you want to be. Uh, again, I think today we have built the the mega the new low uh, that nineteen twelve area. That's the new uh, the new bottom there. Got tons of support down there. Uh, gold's up, like I said, nineteen hundred and fifty bucks today. Silver's back above twenty-seven, um, and all the phone lines are now full. Um, the ten-dollar liberties at a at a thousand seventy-five at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I will try to get more. I'll make some phone calls because it looks like they're probably going to be sold out here before we get through this. Um, but I. It's getting hard to do. Listen, I and I keep telling you this. Gold's getting harder and harder to get, and there's a reason it's getting harder and harder to get because I think there's only a couple of outcomes, realistic outcomes, right? Whether it's inflation, whether it's deflation, I think we're going to see uh, this horrible path of, of going into debt without any productivity. You know, you used to go into debt to build roads and bridges and do this and that. Now we just go into debt to try to keep people from rioting, right? Try to give them checks and food and this and that and the other. Uh, and that is not economic prosperity, Jason. 
Yeah, Joe, I saw a thing uh, on YouTube. We're going to hit the end of the show here. I just thought it was interesting. I'll borrow from it. He says, uh, we're having a, K, a, a K-shaped in, uh, recovery. There's no V-shape. It's K-shaped. He said that the uh, the part of the K that goes up, that's Wall Street, and the part that's going down, that's Main Street. <laughs> oh, wow. Well said. Well said. Hater Radio News Hour. Hopefully we'll get our issues worked out. Everyone, listen, take care. God bless everybody. Have a great Wednesday. We'll talk tomorrow.